you to be facilitating our meditation experience this morning. This morning, we're taking the opportunity to immerse ourselves in stillness so that we may connect with the knower within so that it may be our guide during this time of change. So wherever you are, I invite you to make yourself comfortable so that you may be open to divine guidance. It might help to uncross your arms and legs, clear your lap of any objects, and allow the chair and floor to support your back and feet. Also know that right where you are, God is, and therefore it is safe and sacred space. So if you're willing, I invite you to gently allow your eyes to close and take this opportunity to relax and let go of all that has happened up until this moment. Now join me in taking a deep, conscious breath. Let's breathe in. And release with a sigh. And just give thanks for the breath as you gently allow it to return to its natural rhythm. And as we enter the stillness, I offer this affirmation as our guide. I have been that I have been. I am that I am. And I will be what I will be simultaneously.
I have been that I have been. I am that I am. And I will be what I will be simultaneously. I now invite you to return your awareness to the space that you are in. To do so, you might focus on your feet and notice and feel the support of the floor beneath. You might gently rub your palms together and begin to expand your awareness and feel the space around you. And when you are ready, I invite you to gently allow your eyes to open. This completes our meditation experience. And so it is. Thank you for creating the safe and sacred container of love for our service this morning. We have a wonderful opportunity during these times to spend more time being still and renewing our connection with the one. And I invite you to do so whenever and wherever possible. It has been a pleasure and an honor to facilitate this morning's meditation. Thank you. heart and soul center of light welcome to our virtual sunday service i am so grateful to be here with you this sunday october 11th my name is sonia russell and i am a licensed practitioner and founding member here at heart and soul and it is my great pleasure to be allowing you the time allowing you the opportunity to come together with us in service so i am grateful uh, to be in service with you this morning I want to start by letting you know that our theme for 2020 is Adventures in Faith, Expect a Miracle. We are walking through Marianne Williamson's Year of Miracles, and today is day 285. It's one of our four reflections on love as strength and not weakness. You know, family, we are all about love, and so we are all about the power of love. And so we invite you to make sure that you are getting deep in Marianne Williamson. I also want to remind you, family, to stay connected in all the ways there are to stay connected. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and on our various podcasts. And there will be an opportunity later in service to give in community, but we invite you into giving at any time during our service by visiting our website or texting to give. You can also sign up for our service recap and get all of the videos we play and all of the upcoming things we have going on available in your inbox. Uh, I also want to invite you into our community affirmation family, which we have been steeped in for years now, but is absolutely changing my life. Um, thank you for everything. I have no complaint whatsoever. 
our practitioners, in support of us doing that deep dive into the Year of Miracles, our practitioners are doing a Monday uh, review. It's a book study, 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. We're all together in community talking about the read of the day uh, and just allowing ourselves to be more grounded in the possibility of miracles. Visit our website to sign up once and then you get regular reminders about participating. Our Imagining Justice, hosted by Valerie Joy and David, is in full swing now. And this week, yes, family, make sure you are tuned in because this week the League of Women Voters is doing an info session. We as a community are committed to being informed and responsible voters and we are committed to voting. So make sure that you vote. Make sure that you come and are with us on Wednesday. Um, tell all the people that you know about it so that we can have the most information available to us when we go out to vote. And we'll remind you that, let you know that on the 21st, um, Imagining Justice is doing a Rise Together Right Now, an Urban Mindfulness Summit pre-party. We invite you to 6.15 p.m. is when meditation begins. On Thursdays, Tammy Hall is bringing all the fire and passion for the piano that she brings, 6 p.m. Pacific time via Facebook Live. Spend some time in her presence. It's absolutely miraculous and make sure that you tip generously. On Saturdays, we have our weekly point of power. Our pop vlog with Reverend Andriette um, happens on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific time via Facebook, YouTube, and via podcast. And we're in the season of sort of curating new and exciting sort of bringing things together you know we got playlists happening you know if you're going to binge watch on something make it something good um, so join us for our point of power each week and i am excited about something that is near to my heart heart and soul imagining justice presents our second annual urban mindfulness summit rise together right now is the theme on saturday october 24th our panel is going to be absolutely fantastic um, we are going to hear from Representative Barbara Lee, from Supervisor Keith Carson, from Councilperson Lynette Malcohaney, from Bishop Yvette Flunder, and artist and activist Dana King is going to be moderating the panel. And they're going to be giving us some genuine opportunities of what we can do as community to move forward, what we can do as community and what we should be focused on as community, especially in an election year. It is not just for people in the Bay Area. It is for people across the country and across the world. What is ours to do right now is up around the world. So we invite you to be involved at 1 o'clock p.m., also Pacific time. We invite you into a live concert with the fabulous Ricky Byers, um, bringing her own brand of social justice and love. And then on Sunday, uh, at following our Sunday celebration that you can tune into uh, live, we will have some everyday spiritual and mental health mindfulness practices um, being um, curated by Heart and Soul's Health and Wellbeing Circle. And so we're just making sure that there's all sorts of ways you can participate. Our sliding scale begins from $20. And that $20 beginning is because we want everyone to have access. But we invite you into giving more, paying more for a ticket if you have the means in which to do so, family. HeartSoulCenter.org slash Urban Mindfulness Summit is, sorry, HeartSoulCenter.org slash Urban Mindfulness is where you sign up. Following service today, family, by about 10 minutes, there is prayer. We believe in the power of prayer. We do group prayer after service, and so make sure you avail yourself to that. We also offer prayer on Wednesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific time. And so, family, I invite you into being present. 
our vision is how we endeavor to show up on the planet. And so we make sure that we recite it together each week. And so together, family, we are a loving and compassionate, world-class teaching and empowerment ministry. Through a consciousness of universal God presence, we release all resistance, separation, and fear. We claim our personal liberation and accept the eternal availability of joy, love, and abundance. Through our intention to be love and spread joy, we engender reflections of the same and more in others. Our ministry is a gift to the world, which expands through our practice and dedication. We welcome all people, and together we make a quantifiable positive difference on the planet. And so it is. And so family, I simply invite you to find your breath. Allow yourself to be fully present in this moment. Remembering to remember that it is the breath that kept us while we slept and woke us this morning. It is the breath that is being breathed by all seven billion of us, the first breath circulating the planet. This breath is evidence of God's love. We are one, united through the breath. And so I give thanks for the knowing that there is only one life. That life is God's life. That life is whole, perfect, and complete in nature and form. And that life is my life. It is the life of every person within the sound of my voice and beyond. All seven billion of us, there are seven billion ways to know God, seven billion ways to know love. And so we stand together in this knowing here and now that the goodness of the infinite is present. It is available to all of us, closer to us than our very breath. And so I speak this word on my beloved heart and soul community's behalf, knowing that the goodness of God is ever present in each and every one of our lives. That we continue to move through the world knowing the perfection that is love. Remembering that we are loved, loving, and lovable. Remembering that love is the answer regardless of the question. Remembering that we are born of love and it is love to which we return. And so I am giving thanks for Heart and Soul Center of Light and all that it endeavors to be on the planet and the permission it gives us to be our most powerful, unapologetic, confident, loving selves. I am grateful for every hand and every heart that supports this ministry. I am grateful for those who come with their minds open and their hearts open, ready to serve. I am grateful for our practitioners praying without ceasing and our board of trustees managing our business affairs. I am grateful for our ministers and our beloved Reverend Andriette saying yes, yes, and yes again. I am grateful this day, family, for the good sense to be grateful. And it is in perfect gratitude that I simply release this word into the law. I know that it is done and I accept it and expect it as so now and forever. And so it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Good morning, heart and soul. Oh, that was Reverend Dr. Melissa Felipe. And that was one of my all-time favorite chants um, across over a decade or two decades, I imagine, at this point. But this notion of each and every one of us remembering who we are and being committed to that is the perfect setup, transition, segue to my brother and our dear friend, Reverend Dr. Will Coleman. Yes, he's back for a part two. I have to say that last week was, uh, I think you might agree that it was pretty juicy good, yes? And so if you weren't with us last week, you can certainly find it in our, um, on Facebook as well as on YouTube so that you can kind of catch up. It's not required in order for you to be focused focus your attention on his offering today. I'm very excited though for us to hear the part two. I just wanna remind you that our dear brother Will Coleman is a theologian and a teacher of biblical spirituality, the Kabbalah and Ifa. Born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee, completed his bachelor's of arts degree in religion at Rhodes College in Memphis and he received his Master's of Divinity degree with a focus on theology from Columbia Theological Seminary. And then he came to the Bay Area to breathe the rarefied air of Berkeley, where he attended the Graduate Theological Union in Berkeley. And of course, because he was in this divine um, city area, consciousness, he completed his doctorate of philosophy degree with distinction. We're claiming all of that will. All of that is because of us and the Bay Area and uh, just sending lots of love and appreciation to our dear friend um, and brother um, joining us from Atlanta. Just so very grateful and looking forward to his message and so I'm going to get out of the way so that we can hear from my brother, Reverend Dr. Will Coleman. Come on, Will. Hello, heart and soul. I'm back. And I just want to give thanks again to Reverend Andrea Earl. I hope she's getting some good rest that she needs and deserves. And I also want to make this message, the second part of what I did before, dedicated to both her and to Harriet Tubman that uh, mother guardian saint that's at the entrance of the sanctuary. Last time I talked about Psalm 23, today I wanna to talk about it again, making use of the Bobby McFerrin version of it and focusing on the idea of she or they are with us. So let's hear the Psalms again in his rendition. And I'm gonna make one tweak to it. The living one is my shepherd. I have all I need. She makes me lie down in green meadows beside the still waters. She will lead. She restores my soul. She writes 
my wrongs. She leads me in a path of good things and fills my heart with song. Even though I walk through a dark and weary land, there's nothing that can shake me. She has said she won't forsake me. I'm in her hands. She sets a table before me in the presence of my foes. She anoints my head with oil. My cup of wine overflows. Surely, surely, goodness and kindness will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in her house forever and ever. Then he concludes it with this beautiful doxology. Glory be to our mother and daughter and to the holy of holies. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Just to highlight a few points here, and then I want to bring in some other insights. Because again, I want to talk about ways in which I have been focusing on in my Monday evening classes, the recovery of the divine feminine in Northeast Africa and scripture, et cetera, West Africa, and asking the question, where is she? Where has she gone in our own context, in our own day? And that's why I love this Psalm so much in this particular rendition, why it struck me, because in addition to what it says, I remember reading that, uh, Barbara McFerrin had dedicated it to his mother. And it made me think about my mother, my grandmother, and all the nanas and mothers in our lives and how they represent, in his interpretation, the essence of this song, that she provides all that I need. She refreshes me. She leads me. She restores my life force. Remember that from the last presentation, it's nectish. She restores my life force. She sets straight those things that are wrong. She leads me in the path of good things and fills my heart with songs and hymns and melodies. And even though I walk through, he says, a dark and dreary land, in the other version, it says, through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. It says there, because you're with me, Emmanuel. You're with me. Your rod and your staff, your power, your justice, and your loving kindness, they strengthen and guide me. And here it says, nothing can shake me because she won't forsake me. I'm going to add to that. Then she prepares a banquet before me. About meal. I thought about grandmama. My grandmama loved preparing a meal every Sunday with collard greens and cornbread and black-eyed peas and smothered chicken. That's the image I had while I was reading this part of it again. She prepares a table before me in the presence of my foes and even invites my foes. All of y'all sit down and come and eat. And then my mother grandmother also made this wonderful, not just regular wine, but muscadine wine that every now and then she let us have a sip of. And this song says, the cup my head's anointed with holiness and power and strength and encouragement, but also this cup of wine overflows. And remember I said the last time 
that um, the Psalms also indicated that goodness, tov, and mercy, chesed, not only follow me, but they pursue me. They run after me. They overtake me. They cover me. All the days of my lives, this incarnation, and in ages to come because of the reputation that I leave behind me, the legacy I leave behind me by doing what is right, and I will dwell in her house, her abode, her presence forever. Again, this doxology. Glory be to, glory is also a very powerful feminine word. It's the presence, it's the, the kavod, it's the dosa of the living one. The glory be to the mother and to the daughter, daughters, I want to say in a moment, those incarnated in her presence. And if there's a woman nearby you, I want you to say thank you. Say thank you to her for being the incarnation of the divine feminine power. And to the holy of holies, Kadosh Kadoshim, that secret place of the most high and the most deep. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be through time and space. Recently, I was doing some study and preaching another message on Proverbs 8. And maybe you're aware of Proverbs 8. talks about what is called Lady Wisdom and how she is a co-creatress with the living one of everything that comes into existence. Well, more recently, as I was reading Proverbs 8, I made another discovery that not only is wisdom a co-creatrix, but it's a very particular form of female intelligence. It's a very particular form of female knowledge and discernment that creates and recreates, that makes a way out of no way, that has the power of a Harriet Tubman seeing in the dark. And that this power is along with the creator, but it's also independent as it helps the creator bring everything into existence. But not only that, as I read Proverbs 8 more closely and carefully, I discovered, which was not a total surprise, that wisdom does not come alone, but that there are at least six other female divine powers that accompany wisdom. This gives me another insight into that verse. Yea, for I travel through the valley of deep darkness or death. I'm not alone because the divine feminine is with me, but also her companions are with me. When you, in other words, when you read Proverbs 8, underneath the English, there is a cabal of feminine, divine powers that collaborate in creating new realities. Let me just give you the names of those and, and let us think about these for a moment. First of all, there's wisdom herself, Chochmah. That's the power of discernment, of deep perception, the power of organization, the power to create and recreate. But then she has a sister or companion named Arma, and Arma, it's called understanding in the text, but it's prudence, it's skill, it's finance, it's organizational power. And I think over and over again, as I have been blessed to fly out virtually to heart and soul, 
how Reverend Andreas Earl has been preaching and teaching and invoking and calling us for to be strategic in this particular season. Armour, prudence, perception, discernment. The other sister or companion is Da'at. Now, Da'at is this knowledge of how to, again, perceive what's going on below the surface of what's being presented and to open that up and to disclose it so that change becomes not only possible, but becomes necessary and also becomes applicable that it can actually happen. The other system or companion is uh, Moth, and Sister Moth is the power of vision. This is the power, I like to think about Harriet Tubman again on this, the power to see in the dark as though it is noontime. The power to see with not just two natural eyes, but the power of perception to see with the spiritual eyes as well, to see around the corner, to see things before they happen, to have a vision, to be able to articulate that vision and then be able to implement it. Well, Mitzimoth is followed by her other system, which is Ezra. These are all in Proverbs 8, Ezra. That's counsel, that's advice, that's consultation, that's collaboration, that's grouping, and that is, again, strategizing. And once you do that, then the other system has come in, and that's Bina. See there, too. Bina is usually translated as understanding, but it's not just understanding. Bina is the same power that an impregnated mother has to shape and form the baby in her womb, the fetus, and build new life. That's Bina, that divine, mothering, nurturing, sustaining, producing, and then finally manifesting power. And then along with that, dovetailing with Psalm 23, the final sister here is, or companion, is Zedekah, Zedekah, righteousness, correctness, rectitude. Yea, but I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, righteousness walks with me. And it's not just, again, that there's one aspect of the divine feminine power, but there's a collaboration, there's a cabal, there is a cluster of goddesses intelligences. I like to say it that way, goddesses intelligences that work with her then and now. And that's why I'm convinced that for such a time as this, we need to hear the voices of women like my sister, Andreette Earl, who is channeling and bringing forth wisdom and collaboration and specific strategies in ways that in this particular instance, masculine intelligence cannot bring it forth. If it's the case, for example, that in Proverbs 8, the living one himself had to call forth and evoke wisdom 
to help him in creating everything that came into existence, everything we read about in Genesis chapter one, for example. If it's the case that the living divine presence himself, quote unquote, needed wisdom to do that and her companions to do that, then it's also true that we need that power, that presence in women today who are the daughters and who are the incarnations. Let me say this, who are the daughters and the incarnations of divine feminine wisdom and all of her companions for such a time as this. There's another passage that comes to my mind. We're familiar with it. In John chapter 3, at the beginning of his ministry, Yahshua, Yeshua, whose name, by the way, means the living one, saves, heals, restores, and makes whole. His name is a code. Is visited by an older teacher of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, whose name means victory of the people, ironically. And Nicodemus, who has been impressed by what Jesus, uh, Yeshua, has done, comes to him in the, I like to say it this way, comes to him in the womb of the night. He steals away, almost like, fast forward, still away in the bush harvest that our ancient African-American ancestors would go to as they worked all day and then at night they stole away to recreate themselves and to discover their own spirituality, their own reality that would then inspire them as they went forth into the day and as they went forth into the centuries. Yeshua is visited by Nicodemus. Nicodemus begins by saying, we recognize that you are a great teacher. And no doubt, we recognize that you're a great teacher because the Father, Abba, has given you this wisdom. And Yeshua makes this extraordinary trope. Again, you'll miss it if you only hear it in the English translation. Yeshua says, my brother, in a way of speaking, really, really, I say unto you, a human being cannot see the random of the living one unless that human being is born it doesn't say again really it says born from above born from above in consciousness it takes that type of reawakening and the opening of consciousness Yeshua is saying in order to first of all just see beyond the Roman Empire see beyond things as they exist, see beyond the status quo, to see a reality that is good enough for all of humanity, not just the privilege, but all of humanity. Yeshua says to Nicodemus, you cannot even see that. The divine mother must rebirth us from above. Well, Nicodemus is puzzled by this, and he says, well, how can this be? I mean, can a man go back into his mother's womb to be born again? Yeshua says, truly, 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 I say to you, unless a human being, emphasizing male and female, unless a human being is born of water and of spirit, that human being cannot enter into the random of the living one, the random 
of righteousness, the random of justice, the random of equality. Now, this is important because Yeshua in this double entendre makes an allusion back to Genesis chapter 1, where that divine feminine ruach, and she is feminine, hovers over the faces of the deep like a midwife, and she's the one who discerns and then calls forth light. And all the subsequent days of creation, the processes of creation are initiated and instigated by the divine feminine breath of the strong ones. And so Yeshua is invoking this in the presence of Nicodemus, that one had to be born of water, Mayim, Hudatos. And so that means really, yeah, you got to be born from below, from your mother's womb, phase one, and then born of spirit. And here is the divine mother is the spirit, the Ruach, the holy breath and consciousness, but also the companion, the nurturing, sustaining, transforming power that is born of the spirit in order to not just see it, not just think about it, not just believe in it, not just hope for it, but to walk into it, to walk into, walking into by manifesting, by participating and collaborating and shaping and forming a new reality in the midst of the status quo. You've got to be born of that divine feminine spirit. You've got to be reborn of the holy Ruach. Then, of course, it goes on to continue the conversation. The Nicodemus still not quite getting it. But Yeshua is patient and wants him to discern that the living one so loves the world, the cosmos, the arrangement of things, and that the living one desires no one to be left out, but that all should be whole. And I would suggest that it's through the power of what I just delineated. That is through the power, as I and others have been studying for the past nine months, is through the power of the reclamation of the divine feminine intelligences for such a time as this that we acquire the guidance and protection of the good shepherdess, I'll make that word up, is through that intelligence that we acquire and that we activate the wisdom of Proverbs 8 and all of her sister companions to be strategic, to be persistent, to never give up, and to leave no one behind, no one outside. The mother daughters love all, guide all, encourage all, and manifest all. And that it is through that divine, feminine, collaborative intelligence that we are, that we can, and that we will be reborn. Because without that power, we can't go forth 
as a people, as a nation, or as a world. Now more than ever before, we need to heed, to follow, and walk along with this intelligence that is walking with us so that we can truly say with Brother Bobby McFerrin, glory, glory be to our mother, the divine creatrix. Glory be to the daughter and daughters who are incarnated in our mothers, our sisters, our significant others, etc. And again, when you meet a sister, you meet your women, you should say thank you for what they incarnate in a specific form of intelligence. And then glory be to the Holy of Holies. Again, feminine, Kadosh Kadoshim. That secret place of the Most High and also of that which is most deeply present. Reclaiming that. Because that is as it was in the beginning and is now to be recovered and will carry us into the future forever. World without end. Amen. Which is, may it be so, or truly it is so, and also, Ashe, which means that we communally declare it to be so.
Good morning, family. And many thanks to our beloved Reverend Dr. Will Coleman for such an inspired message. And indeed, thanks to our sister, Ricky Byers, for reminding us that we find ourselves living in a holy, holy way when we live and give from a place of gratitude and in a spirit of abundance and prosperity. We've arrived now at our time of gracious giving at heart and soul, and there are several ways in which you can graciously give. You can mail a check to our new secure mailing address at Heart and Soul Center of Light, 5627 Telegraph Avenue, number 405, Oakland, California, 94609. You can also give online at our website, Heart soulcenter.org slash give. You can set up that gift as a recurring gift or a one-time gift as you see fit. And you can also text the word give to 510-558-49. However you choose to give is right and perfect. And it's important that we also enter our giving with the proper spirit of blessing and gratitude. And at Heart and Soul Center of Light, we do this by blessing our gift before it's given, thereby establishing a pathway for the good our gift will do in the world. Wherever you may be in the world right now, I invite you to take your gift in hand or otherwise perhaps place your hand right over your heart and let us say our blessing together. I bless this gift as healing energy and send it into the divine flow of all good. Infinite prosperity circulates through me, through my church, and throughout the world because I know God as source. Thank you, Revelo. Family, I'm here to remind you how to be engaged starting with tomorrow, our Year of Miracles review. Um, we're deep in a Year of Miracles by Marianne Williamson. That happens at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. Sign up at the website uh, and get regular reminders. Make sure you're with us for Imagining Justice on Wednesday. This Wednesday in particular is about the, is an info session for the League, with the League of Women Voters. Um, it, is, it is a bipartisan. No one's coming to tell you who to vote for. We're simply gathering together to find out about all of the props and the measures and all the things going on so that we are informed so that we have the knowledge that we need to ensure that we can vote effectively so make sure that you are with us um, on that day we begin at 6 15 with meditation on thursday tammy hall um, is tickling the ivories from six to eight pacific time via facebook live make sure that you join her and tip generously on saturday at 10 a.m via Facebook, YouTube, and podcast. Um, our Point of Power vlog with Reverend Andriette is live. Make sure that you are watching it, liking it, and sharing it. The Urban Mindfulness Summit is upon us Saturday, October 24th. Our panel featuring Rep, Rep Barbara Lee, Keith Carson, Supervisor of Alameda County, Councilperson Lynette Malcolhaney, and Bishop Yvette, Yvette Flunder from City of Refuge all being moderated by Dana King, who is a local artist and activist. We are inviting you to come and be with us. It is not just for those folks who are local. The, the topics that they are talking about are how we can, in general, be engaged um, as um, active participants um, 
in our civic unfoldment. At 1 p.m., Ricky Byers is live with a concert, and we are grateful for her power and her presence. On Sunday, following our regular Sunday service, we will have our um, everyday spiritual and mental health mindfulness practices with heart and soul's health and well-being circle. The whole thing starts at a sliding scale of $20. We wanted to make sure that it was accessible for everyone. We're inviting you to um, pay what you can on those tickets. We will remind you that the 60th anniversary for Marcus Books is still underway um, via GoFundMe. You can find out more information and continue to support the oldest independently owned black bookstore in the country. And we want to continue to support Kingston 11 Eats, um, which is our Jamaican, has Jamaican cuisine available for, um, for takeout. And make sure that you visit Kingston11Eats.com. The Pulse, our teen program, meets at 1130s on Sundays. Uh, and today they're actually also engaging in a community a mural walk in downtown Oakland. Make sure you send an email to thepulse at heartsoulcenter.org so your teen can safely in a masked and socially distant way participate with other teens um, on this walk. Uh, and our Youth and Family Village is continuing to focus on some asynchronous mindful movement and imagination building videos. And so we invite you to visit heartsoulcenter.org slash watchyfv to find those. And I just remind you that following service today by about 10 minutes, we will have group prayer available. We also have group prayer available on Wednesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific time. At this time, I want to make sure that I welcome back our beloved Reverend Andriette Earl. Thank you, Sonia. I want to just give thanks for those of you who are are with us on Sundays, period, and then you show up on Wednesdays and you're in the classes and I know you'll be a part of the Urban Mindfulness Summit as well. So I'm just giving thanks that for the first time ever, um, meaning during this year, we are able to include folks from like today, Los Angeles and Detroit and Vermont and Jaco, Costa Rica and Aurora, Colorado and Las Vegas and Jackson, Mississippi and Roseville, California, all throughout the greater Bay Area and even from the Vancouver Islands in British Columbia, Canada. I am just so grateful that you have taken out time of your morning to be with us. I want to remind you that there are, just like Sonia said, I want to highlight that we, Heart and Soul, is committed to and is encouraging everyone to be an intentional, informed voter. 2020 in 2020. And so our Imagining Justice Wednesday sessions, uh, this Wednesday, October 14th, is dedicated to getting us the information for our local voting. So the League of Women Voters uh, is hosting a, um, or I should say our Imagining Justice is hosting an information session on Wednesday. And so this will be the place where I'll be to just ensure that I am understanding what's on the ballot and what my options are and making the very best choice. My prayer is that you will be there as well. Quick reminder about urban mindfulness. I'm very excited. You know, again, we declared last year that we were 
focused on 2020 in 2020 and so it's coming into fruition and what is going to happen is the urban mindfulness has that as a focus so Sonia has already told you who's going to be there you my prayer is that you know how to get there go to our website I know our moderators on uh, the various platforms can also supply you with the link so you can get registered now uh, I encourage you to be with us. It's going to be an amazing time, as always. Also, I want to remind you that we are about to fall back. So the first of meaning the time. So, you know, we spring forward and we fall back. So on Sunday, November 1st, which is also when we will begin our celebration of our 11th anniversary. So both things will happen. Our service will be an hour later if you haven't changed your clock. And if you have changed your clock, it will be because you know to fall back on Halloween on October 31st so that on Sunday morning, we're all coordinated and right there, and we are in on the celebration in perfect time. Know that I love you, and I am so very, very grateful that we are in this love together. Thank you for being here. Uh, we are going to close out. Um, I'm going to ask you to join me in prayer, but our closing video is will be... Um, in September, no, 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 whenever we had it, last month, we had the Centers for Spiritual Living Ministers Gathering. And a part of that every year, we put together a musical ministry for that's all ministers. And so this year, we had um, the musical director was Reverend Doug LeBeau. And um, so I'm just going to share with you at the end this uh, all ministers singing, and it's a wonderful piece. Once again, zeroing in on remembering who we are and the importance of that. So stay to the end and then know that there's prayer 10 minutes after that. And I encourage you, whenever prayer is offered, get some. So right now, we just come together in a consciousness of knowing and recognizing that there is one life and that that life is the living one, the strong one, that I know and I know that I know that I am living the life of the living one, the strong one, and the living one, the strong one, is living me. And I know, and I know that I know that this is true for each and every one of us, that each and every one of us, all of us, are living the life of the living one, the strong one, and the living one, the strong one, is living life through each and every one of us. We are breathing the breath of the living one, the strong one. And the living one, the strong one, is breathing us. Oh, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for knowing this because I'm empowered. 
This awareness, this unification empowers me to speak this word knowing that regardless of circumstances that we are all surrounded and enfolded by the perfect love of God, by the perfect activity of the living one, the strong one, right where we are, the whole perfect and complete nature of the living one, the strong one, is within us, surrounding, enfolding us, imbuing us. There is not a spot where God is not. I rejoice in knowing this, knowing that there's a divine healing, a healing of a broken heart, a healing of a body temple, a healing of emotions and, and mental stress and physical stress. I am giving thanks for knowing that the power for healing is present in each and every one of us and surrounding us, that we live in the life of the divine, the living one, the strong strong one and right there is the key to the solution the healing the divine revelation the transformation of all circumstances oh i'm giving thanks in this moment for knowing that god is my health that i can't be sick that right where the divine is, is the perfect health and well-being, the energetic presence. And that as we tap into that, that we are strengthened, that it, the truth of our health and well-being is revealed and accessible to us. Oh, I'm giving thanks. And claiming it on our behalf, that there's a healing, a divine transformation for each and every one of us, according to whatever it is that our ask is, our heart's desire, I'm knowing and knowing that I know that everything is unfolding in absolute perfect order. And for this too, I am grateful. So it is an absolute perfect gratitude that I just release this word into the perfect activity of law that I'm accepting that it's done and done well for all of us, for each of us. And I let it be. And so it is. Amen. Ashe. One, two, three. I remember who I am. I remember who you are and who we are, his pure spirit. I remember who I am, I remember who you are and who we are, his pure spirit. We are life, we are light, we are love. We are joy, we are peace, we are wisdom and beautiful harmony. We are pure spirit, 
Spirit. 